I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Right? Can't wait to hear the music. It's only in my head right now. Guys, welcome back. 90 Day Fiance, the after show before the 90 days. It is not our regular time, but we could not let a week go by without talking about 90 Day Fiance. Uh, welcome my co-host, Stacey. Hi, it's an I. Hi. Say hello, everybody. Hi. Yay. We're back. We're back, as usual. Uh, what were your <laughs> overall, what were your overall thoughts of this week's episode? Cut both ways. Jam-packed. Like, this week was jam-packed. It was, like, over two hours long. Um, I think we got, like, a whole, even just the story, the Big Ed, um, want it big ed rose storyline was so much that it could have just been one episode in itself so i don't know it's just a lot of drama it's crazy it's great though we got a lot of new stuff that we could work absolutely (laughs) yeah and i loved it literally big ed he i don't get why his name is big ed for whatever reason i'll (laughs) give that to him but he literally was showing himself and also the therapy, the whole like relationship, you know, counsel or the relationship session they had was so cringy to watch. I literally was like, ah, the entire time watching it because it was so cringy. Yeah, I felt like it was a movie. I felt like I was literally <laughs> watching a movie because it was so long, but we were getting so much information. So I'm not even mad at them because I think that we needed some of the stories to come together with yeah. these couples because they're all running out of time. They all got to go back. So it's good to know that uh, TS3 knows how to ramp it up when they need to ramp it up. Uh, let's start with David because he's my least favorite. So <laughs> David shows up at this random address after he's been all sad and pathetic all week in his whole entire trip. Um, and this older man opens up, Anilati, I think his name is, doesn't know Lana, never saw her before. He said he's lived there since 1995 and no one that looks like her has ever lived there. So there's no Lana. And what I thought was so sad was like, oh, he's like, yeah, this is my girl. And she's been my girl for seven years. Well, if she's been your girl for seven years, shouldn't you know where she lives? Like, why are you knocking on my door all randomly if that's your woman? Um, and then he couldn't believe that that was not her real address. And then she's, he's talking about how it's like one lie after another, after another. And he's like, I'm done. But then he's like, but if she messaged me, then she'll just hook me right back in. What do you guys think, guys? I think uh. he definitely has like mental health issues. I don't even think it's like, this, he's like delusional. Like this, this is not normal. You don't continue to try to get at someone that doesn't even know you exist, like doesn't even care about you. And then to show, it was weird enough showing up at her house. Cause he said that he got the address from one time they were supposed to go on a cruise and I probably, he probably sent money to her, paid for the, whatever, gave her money to pay for the cruise. <laughs> and then, and then got that her address from there. And she probably just gave him a fake address, but she got the money. So I just think that's creepy like if you it's like searching someone's address online and then showing up like that's stalker like that is I literally he's insane I totally (laughs) agree with you and I always say if you meet someone on the internet they have a 14-day trial just how (laughs) any other app is if they do not FaceTime you within or see you physically within two weeks they're fake okay that's the rule anytime and so it's just it just gets 
more pathetic and sad every episode. Like last episode, the the uh, waitress took the flowers that he was going to give to her and just put it as display because she's like, this happens all the time. Like American guys coming, trying to get these women. And it's just so sad. I just want to, I just want to take him out for ice cream and help him meet a nice lady that's going to treat him right because I, I yeah, can't but, anymore. I don't but at the same time, yeah. what's that, Stacey? No, I don't think he wants a nice lady. I think he wants a hot lady. I don't really yeah. think he wants, <laughs> he wants. Like not to be, I mean, you could be nice and hot, but I think that's his main, main goal is to live with a hot woman. <laughs> yeah. So. I think at some point though, he needs to take responsibility. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a grown ass man. He's like 65. <laughs> Here's like some 20 plus girl who's been stringing you along. You've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on this girl and you're shocked that she didn't show up for the fourth time. Like shame on you. That's how I feel. Like I go back and forth with feeling bad for him and being angry with him because like how much money are you going to spend for someone that never shows up and you each time think, oh yeah, it's this is the time, this is the time. But this is not the first time. This is like the fourth or fifth time that you've traveled halfway across the world and she hasn't shown up. Yeah, because it's a difference. I feel like, you know, if you give a fake address just so then, you know, you don't know this man coming all the way across the world, I guess. But then, like, you never meet up with him. You never do. And it's just so crazy. It reminds me of um, uh, another part of, uh, I think it was before the 90 Days as well, where, um, or the other way around, where the... uh, one guy was going to meet the girl in Mexico and she never oh, showed up. You're talking about Caesar. Caesar. <laughs> this, they're, they're cousins. They literally have to be cousins or best friends because this is getting crazy. I mean, it's Caesar, it's Yolanda. It's all, this, it's all the same thing, right? At what point do you say this person doesn't exist? I don't know. <laughs> they're just looking for someone with like a trophy. And I don't think he's in it at all for like fame or to be on television. I think he just wants that lady like a hot woman like I yeah. said that's all he wants which yeah. he could find here so I don't know it's just interesting he's Not too much. invested though right he's he's yeah. already spent so much money that I think part of it's a pride thing as well mm. uh let's move on to Rosemary and Ed because there's a lot to unpack there oh, yeah. so Rosemary and Ed leave for this trip uh because he wants to have some alone time with her plus he doesn't want to stay at her place let's mm. just be real uh I thought it was interesting when Prince said bye, daddy, because Rosemary told him to call him daddy. And remember, this is only the second time this kid has met this, this guy and you're calling him daddy. I think it's really bizarre. Uh, so <laughs> you don't think it's bizarre? No, I'm laughing because of how bizarre this is. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it really is. Uh, what I thought was sweet, though, was that this was the first time that Rosemary was going to be on a plane. Uh, they were going to Palawan, which looked beautiful. And just watching, like, her expressions, like, first time at the airport and him making a big deal. I thought Ed did a good job with making it a big deal because it was her first time flying. Uh, but then we get there, and lo and behold, Ed shows up and shows out. He's bought her a bikini a lingerie, which he calls Teddy after his dog, Teddy. Then he talks about mouthwash and toothpaste uh, and says her breath is not pretty. Now, in that moment, you guys, did you cringe? Yes. I ran it back. 
I had to, because I wanted to know if I heard it right. I literally, the whole time was like, I know he is not complaining. I know he's not. And look at the way he's complaining. First of all, I think it was a bit uh, like a kitty toothbrush or something. He gave her, he didn't even give her like a sonic toothbrush or something like just amazing. And then he gives her like some cheap toothpaste. Like if you're going to do it, Ed, and you're going to complain about her, at least get her the top of the line stuff. And, and I think it's interesting how he said this was health issues. He was concerned about, yeah, he doesn't look like he's in the best health. I'm sorry. But <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to say what everyone else is thinking, like, or maybe some people I'm going to get bashed in the comments for this, but he doesn't look like he's the most healthy. So who are you to tell someone? I feel like he's super into image. He wants everyone, everyone and everything else to be a great, in a great image, like the places he takes her, where how she looks, but himself, like he doesn't even look at himself, his image. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree too. I think that he spends a lot of time criticizing. Mm-hmm. And I also think that he, uh, now that we know that he has, what is it? The spinal, whatever yeah. thing that he has, uh, he uses that as a crutch so that, hey, you know what? You can't actually say anything about me and don't criticize me because then you're bullying me. But let me go ahead and criticize you because you're this and you're that and you're not this and you're not that. And it's like, you can't have it both ways. Like you, you have to look at yourself because I've also seen photos of him in his earlier days. And let's be real, he looked way better. So That's what I'm saying. Someone let, let himself go a little bit. So he might want to turn inward as well. He buys yeah. everything. He buys everything to make himself happy. Like it's all about Big Ed. It's about no one else but him and what he wants and what he wants them to be like around him. And I think he's controlling. I think he's charming. I think he's funny. And like, people are like, oh, he's so sweet. But I definitely think he's like controlling. (laughs) And that's why he's trying to date, you know, a 20 something that's younger than his youngest daughter. Do you know what I mean? Like his youngest daughter's 29 and Rose is what, 23? Yeah. And he turning what, 55? So that says a lot about control, right? So- we see that, uh, like Stacy said, that he said he was concerned about her health. And then she talked about how she has a stomach ulcer. So she's like, you know what? It's not about me not brushing my teeth. It's I have an ulcer. And I didn't even feel like he felt bad. It was more like, oh, well, you never told me that. Yeah. I think he felt a little, like, inside, he wasn't prepared to hear that. So mm-hmm. once he heard that, it's kind of like he wanted to still kind of play it off in some way and not try to feel he was trying not to feel as salty as we all know he felt because literally afterwards, he was just like, oh, like you didn't because you didn't tell me that because then I wouldn't have done it like this. You know, I still I would have done it differently or understood. But he was so out of line for that and so rude. I really wanted to give him the business through the TV. And he, <laughs> and he kept using like health. Like, well, cause I'm, I'm worried about, this is not about health. He is not worried about her health. He is worried about what, cause he has to smell her breath. <laughs> That's what he's worried about. He's not worried about health. That's the last thing. And for the real, crazy thing real. is, you know, he brings up health and how bad breath and with the health and then boom, she really does hit you with the health. <laughs> so that was the part where I was like, oh, an ulcer. When she, when she stormed up and he's like, I love you, I love you. And she's like, you're ugly. I was like, oh, okay. I, I see where she's going with this. 
But guess what? They make up. They go on this trip. Um, they take this boat to the national park where there are the monkeys. In the beginning, Ed's like, oh, I'm about to have the monkeys. I'm so excited. And then what happens? He's the first one to be attacked, and he's freaking out, and he doesn't want to be with the monkeys. And now he hates the monkeys, which I feel is telling of who Ed is because yeah. this whole trip, it's about what Ed wants, what he's comfortable with. And Stacey, I know that you know that I've said this before, but I think yeah. that uh, he, for someone who is traveling outside of America, you know what? America's not the end all be all. And so all the luxuries that you're used to, you may not have it everywhere you go, but guess what? You should probably appreciate the culture that you're, you're in and spend the time in exploring and enjoying them instead of constantly, constantly complaining because that's all he does. He can't stay at Rose. He can't stay at Rose because he doesn't want to lie on the floor. He needs the sheets. He can't stay at this hotel. Now he can't go on this boat trip with the monkeys because he hates the monkeys because the monkeys are attacking him. Even at Rose's father's house, he didn't have the right shoes, so we were slipping and sliding. It's constant complaining. Like I'm, I'm kind of over it. Like a princess. Like a, like a princess and then he's even like oh well they these weren't the cute monkeys i didn't think they're gonna be looking like this i was like oh my god where, what are you you're supposed to be a man like not that men should like you know but it's just kind of like are you serious she's protecting you right now from the right <laughs> he needs to get jumped again by the monkeys like obviously the monkeys felt something so you know it, it, it kind of reminded me of you ever go to like someone's house and like the dog does it's the nicest dog ever but like some dogs just don't mess with certain people because they can tell with their vibes and stuff. And that's how the monkeys were. They felt his <laughs> negative vibe. They're like, oh no, we got to beat him up. Yeah, they're like, get out, get out of here. Right, yeah. let's beat you up. Right. <laughs> You're messing with my zen right now. Oh my gosh. That was just sad. Um, and then he even said he was scared. And then... Uh, Rosemary is like, you're scared of everything. Like, just calm down, relax, relax. And I was like, mm. it's really sad that this, you know, five foot two girl, like you said, Stacy, has to protect you. It's bizarre. Um, so then they want to go back. He wants to have a romantic dinner. He makes a big deal about how he called ahead and told the hotel that he wanted the most romantic table that they have at the hotel. And it's like a table, a round table at the pool. Okay, big Ed, slow your roll. I did it all. I did um, everything. Yeah, he's too much. Yeah. Soon as he yeah. said that, soon as he said, I got the best table. <laughs> and then they brought that little round table. All I could think of is on the phone, they just were like, okay, when he says get the big table, they probably asked their manager, like, what, what's the best table? And they were just like, just give him this. Like, that's literally what I felt like they did. I think what we, we did it here is that he said, give me the best table, but make it between like a hundred and two hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Oh, but make, yeah. make it the best, but within <laughs> these parameters. That's how, that's how I felt. So they sit down and uh, do you notice about Big Ed all the time too? Everything has to be a conversation. Like everything can't just go smoothie. We have to talk. We have to talk. So this is the first talk for them. <laughs> Uh, he wants to, he is not a hundred percent sure that he loves her. He says, because her sister Maria asked him for money. So he confronts her. I thought it was interesting that, um, Rosemary, her leg, they show that it was shaking. So my first instinct was that she knew about it 
and she felt bad that he knew that she knew and got called out. What was your first instinct, guys? I think she knows about it. I definitely think she's in it to come over here for a better life. I don't think she's in love with Ed. Every time during the dinner conversation, he said something like, oh, I love you. And she doesn't even respond. I think it was during, but this episode, he did that and she doesn't respond. So I definitely think she knew about it. And I definitely think they were both in on it. So, I mean, can you, not can you blame her, but really, come on. She's getting bashed and she's taking things left and right. So <laughs> she has to get something out of it. Right. <laughs> she's the she's the michael she's the michael of this season where she's just taking it taking it taking it because she has an ultimate goal uh but she says to him that she didn't know about it and that uh she is gonna approach her sister and talk about it but again ed wants to control it he's like well can we talk about it together because i think that he doesn't really believe her yeah i think that he wants to be there to see if that she actually confronts him so i thought that was something um and then we see in the previews, I just want to jump ahead a little bit because he talks about how, how he doesn't want to have kids and we know that she wants to have two more. This is a conversation, I've said this and I'll keep saying it, when you're in a relationship with someone, there are certain conversations that you have to have at the get-go. You're not going to have it months and months and years and years later and say, oh, by the way, because it's a non-negotiable. Do you guys yeah. agree or disagree? I totally agree. I think the same thing, you know, marriage is like that. A, a lot of times it comes like um, non-negotiables and uh, if you want to get married or not. Some people don't. They just want like a long-term boyfriend or girlfriend or even having kids. And then I feel like he's just going to continue like even when he did the whole condoms thing with the STD and then he doesn't want to have kids all the way like till now, it's just it's just too much. It's just too much. And I feel like he needs to just understand and come back to earth and understand that I don't even know if she may probably have his kid, but I, I would be a little skeptical on that one too. Stacy, I think that he, his whole plan was to be on the show. I think that he'll bring up any drama he can and he doesn't want to be with her. So he'll he'll end it I think Big Ed will end it too like even if she's like okay like he's do, he knows what he's doing and he's oh, gonna yeah. try to pull any little thing he can in order to keep the drama going to keep her around or not around when he doesn't want her he'll be back next season with a new woman <laughs> yeah I don't I don't even think they're together right now mm-hmm. I think that this was like his stepping stone and his quote-unquote brand Big Ed so he's doing his thing do the thing let's move on to ash and avery this was another one that was a little cringy for me and hard for me to watch so uh we know that avery has one week left on her trip so they went on their little three-day excursion went back to melbourne um she still has issues with his coaching relationship and his business and things are a little bit strained as they're going back to melbourne um but Ash thinks that she's just intimidated and distrusting of him. And because he's a relationship coach, that's his point of view. But we find out at the seminar that he hosted, by the way, seminar, I use that term loosely because there's like six people there. And uh, the, seminar <laughs> was a, <laughs> the seminar was a total disaster, in my opinion, because he came off as sexist. He talked about like the man bringing home the bread, 
and the women staying home and the nurturing and all of this stuff, guys. And I was just like, wow, how did you even rehearse this? Because you sound crazy. And then when he said, oh, sorry, I need to take a minute and he got all flustered. What seminar did you pay for that the speaker says, oh, I'm going to I'm going to need a minute. Have you ever heard of anything crazy like that? I would want my money back. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so defensive. Anytime you like question him or challenge him, he has to get so butthurt and so offended. And it's like, sir, we're trying to learn this man, get a man class that you're holding because we want, you know, they want to get a man too. But the things he was saying, it was kind of very, it, to me, it was very dated. And I think he's just saying the things that's coming off the top of his head. Plus, he said it was a very lucrative business. So he's just saying everything just to, you know, get a little extra coin in his pocket. Do you know what I think? So uh, it was called Finding Mr. Right. I think that he took someone else's idea and wanted to repurpose it as his own. But I don't think he's actually trained to be an actual relationship coach. I think that he saw this guy and this guy exists and I've seen the seminar and I was like, oh, wow, this is verbatim. Yeah, so so he, um, yeah, what did you guys, what did you think of that? Because I, I don't know who Linda specifically was talking about, but the rumor has it on the blogs and everywhere that he used someone else's material to host that seminar. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think believe. it was. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, go for it. Oh, I totally think so because it's no way. He, he gave himself away when he said it was a lucrative business and he saw it somewhere and he wanted to like make money from it. You know, making it seem like he researched this profession, which we all know he probably didn't. And it just was too much, especially when it, it just sounded like BS coming out of his mouth when he's saying, you know, if the men are the one who, who get the money and the women stay at home and they were, they were okay with that. Like, this is definitely 2020. This is not the time where women are going to be okay. Not all women will be okay with just staying at home all day, just cooking, cleaning, and doing housewife duties. I think that's what he's trying to tell these women because they're all professional women. He's like, okay, this is why you're not getting a man is because yeah. you are too masculine. You are too successful. Men don't want Yeah, That's what they're pretty much, he's pretty much telling them. And that's just, he's just telling them to change. But like, that's not the reason. There's so many other deeper things that could be um, why. I just want to ask you, Linda, who was the relationship coach that he was supposedly um i'll have to pull up the name but i i do have it somewhere was it matthew hussey it might be it might be um i'll get i'll get back to you but okay it's verbatim for sure wow um i did like how the lady said that his ideas are not based in reality and i think that uh you can't say that you're an expert or something and host a seminar if you're not prepared so shame on him and then when avery was basically like, how did you think this went? And and trying to give him feedback, just like you said, Sanaa, he, he was so defensive that he just couldn't take it because you know what? He couldn't take any criticism, which showed me that he has like a little bit of a insecurity in himself. If you can't take constructive feedback, especially someone who is in the audience, 
listening to you. I mean, come on. Did you get Jesse vibes a little bit? A like lot of it. Yeah. A lot yeah. of it. Yeah. But like a nicer yeah. version, right? Like it play, he plays cooler in his image. Like he's not as cocky in. He plays oh, cooler right. until until he gets challenged. Yeah. Yeah. We have the BSer. Yeah. <laughs> well, you Basically. know what? <laughs> If you're going to be a BSer, you better be a better BSer. You can't be like a half-assed BSer because you come across as not knowing what you're talking about. Um, anything else we want to talk about, Ash and Avery, guys, before we move on? Um, I do like, uh, one thing I did like is Avery told him what it was to like once he, you know, once they left out of the building of the seminar, I like how she told him, you know, this is, look, this is not it. If this is what you're trying to do um, for a relationship coaching, you can't, you know, cause it sounds sexist. And when she's trying to like get more information out of him, it's just like, it, I just want to tell him, all you have to do is say, I'm sorry. That's the next thing you should put in your relationship class is tell your woman that you're sorry, give her a nice forehead kiss and boom, that's how you keep your relationship. But so, <laughs> I wish she would take that bit of advice because she was definitely giving him some right there in the moment because obviously his advice wasn't working because they still were in an argument. It's weird because I feel like before she felt threatened by all these women and she was very jealous. But I feel like now after seeing this, she's like, maybe he was kind of playing her, not playing her, but kind of like making it seem like women want him and stuff. Like, yeah. So that's, it's interesting. And now she sees the real deal and it's like, Ooh, he's just that guy. And no one's trying to get at him. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. uh, let's move on to Darcy. Uh, <laughs> Darcy. I heart Darcy. I just want to say, but Darcy, she's hurt. She's tired. She's disappointed in Tom. Uh, she's ready to start a new chapter in her life. And then Lo and behold, Tom shows up in her city and shows up at her door and is like, you know what? As soon as he got to Connecticut, he was like, oh, this looks like a farm town. And I was like, oh, this is not going to go well because you're already complaining as well. Shows up unannounced. Uh, Stacy opens the door. Stacy's not impressed. Darcy comes down. Darcy doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Doesn't want the letter. And what I thought was interesting, guys, is that on the way there, he's, he said it twice. He says, I love Darcy, and then I still love Darcy a lot. But on the car ride home, after she sh- slammed the door, he was like, yeah, that's Darcy, and he has no feelings for her. Like, do you love her or do you don't love her? And, and then get, has the nerve to get on a phone with another woman in, her, in Darcy City. Like, this man is truly toxic. He is, he's, he's very, he's UK toxic. He's the UK <laughs> version of what toxic man is. I can't believe this. Like he's so, he's one of those guys who are like, they fake love you. Like saying things like, oh, I miss you so much. So I had to get on a plane to come see you. Boring. No, you're just mad because she's finally done with you. Darcy. Does anyone, do you guys know her birthday or anything? I wonder what sign she is because she really does love, she really does have her heart on her sleeve. But um, she just wears, she just wants love. And I'm so glad that she was able to stand up for herself and really not go back to him. 
Because I know a little bit of her probably did want to accept that letter, you know, a little bit wanted to invite him inside and, you know, show her her town. So I'm glad she didn't do that. Stacy, I think he's yeah. yeah I, I definitely think he's like conditional with her, and his ego's hurt right now. So he's like, oh, okay. So she peaced out, and she's done with me. Well, I'm gonna be the one to like, and I think he'll, I think he'll be back. I definitely think he's gonna be back. I thought I knew he was gonna come back this time, and her throwing out the letter and not accepting it. I feel like we will see more of Tom. <laughs> you think we're gonna see more of Tom with Darcy going for Darcy? Or just more of on 90 days. I think he's going to play another game. Like, I don't think this, I think his ego is big. I think it's like a Jesse thing where they kind of want to be the one to leave her. So I feel like he's going to, for him to show up at her house and her block her on every, she blocked him on everything. And for him to show up, like. (laughs) Yeah, but he needs Darcy to stay relevant. So I think that if he comes back, it's only because he wants to stay on the show. I don't think it's because of anything else. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think Darcy did the right thing for her self-preservation because you have this dude who last week or not even last week, the day before called you fat and said that he was in love with someone else. And then today he's saying, oh, but I love you. And here's a letter expressing how much I love you. Like that's manipulation right there. And did you see that he, I think he hasn't talked to that lady, Shannon, either. And then he got on the phone with her and was like, mm-hmm. oh, hi. But he didn't hey, talk to her in a week. So he's like playing different women week by week. Yeah. He's yeah. like, wherever I can find love, let me just throw it out there. It's like fishing. Who is actually going to um, catch my drift? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He is too old to play these games. He's way too old for this. I agree. I agree, but we'll see. And like Stacy said, we're going to see more of him. And, and who knows how this, this season's going to end up with the two of them. What if he teams up with Jesse to find out, you know, how to really approach Darcy or like how to really deal with her? That would be too much for me to handle if he finds him <laughs> too. I will have... That would be too much. I definitely think that could happen easily. I feel like Jesse wants to be on the show still. He still wants to be yeah. so. Well, we see him on quarantine, right? If you guys are watching 90 Day Fiance Quarantine Edition. Yeah. And all he does is talk about Darcy. And Darcy and him have been broken up forever. But that's how he's staying relevant, right? So that's same crazy. With, um, let's move on to Erica and Stephanie. Unless you guys have anything else you guys want to talk about Darcy and Tom? Mm-mm. No, No, we're good. Okay, Erica and Stephanie, uh, we see that uh, Erica left Stephanie that night and Stephanie spent the night alone at the hotel and then called her in the morning, said, hey, let's meet at the Botanical Gardens. They talked about their hurt feelings and how uh, Erica is really kind of sick of talking about the same thing over and over again. And I, as a viewer, am sick of hearing the same thing over again. You guys are (laughs) in the same fight for the past two weeks. I'm over it as well. Uh, but they do end up coming to a conclusion where they say, hey, you know what? Let's have a do-over. We'll start again. Uh, but let's just make sure that the issues that we are having don't happen again. Because I thought Erica made a really important point. She's like, the things that we're fighting about are issues that you knew before you came here. So yeah. I don't understand why it's a big deal. Because that's what I would say, too. Like, you knew this about me already or you knew these things. 
Why did you hop on a plane if you still had an issue? And then the other thing that was confusing, and we've talked about this extensively, is that Stephanie's not really true with who she is, right? So her online persona is one way where she's outgoing, very sexual, that and in real life, uh, there's no affection. And Erica's like, oh, I thought, found that very confusing and upsetting and frustrating. And then when Stephanie says, quote, I'm a screwed up person, she has trust issues and all of that. I thought that was the first time she was actually being honest. What did you guys think? I think she well, felt com- oh, comfortable with like her sexuality. I think she's not, she's scared too, but I also don't think she's ready to be in a relationship. And I think Erica's confident. She's fun. I don't think their personalities mesh. I mm. really don't think their personality, like they have no chemistry. It's just like, okay, we're here. We should just try to like each other, but uh, we don't get each other. So I don't see any chemistry between them. Yeah, I, I think the same. I, once, you know, when it comes to exes, I think that's what also just made it a lot for Stephanie to inhale and digest because it would be for me too to know that you are hanging out with, you know, your ex or someone you used to have sex with and you hang out with them and you fill an angle with them and you drink tequila with them. Like, that's not okay. And so I think from that, it just stays in Stephanie's mind a lot of it because she has been hurt in the past. So it's just weird to her that hanging out with your exes will be okay. So I think that goes to part of a lot of their relationship issues too with it. And then also, you know, the whole thing about them moving in, I think I think Erica's more like of a free spirit, you know, like she wants to see where this goes and she's not in it for the green card or coming to America. Yeah. And then when it comes to Stephanie, she's more like, you know, okay, we're together, we're, we go together, we're it, you know, are you moving here or am I moving here? Or I have a health condition and throwing a lot of pressure on her. So it's like, I think they're in two different relationships. Like, you know, Erica is in a fun, you know, we're just dating and then Stephanie's more so we go together. Yeah. So I don't think that both of those two personalities really mesh. Yeah, I think it's definitely that. I also think that Stephanie misrepresented herself and uh, that's the backlash of it all. Uh, but they decide they're going to do a do-over, clean slate. Uh, they go boomeranging. They go shark cave diving. Um, I thought it was a little awkward with Roy, the boomerang master guy. Uh, and she's like, oh, this is my special friend. I was like, oh. Yeah. Who? What? What are you talking about right now? Maybe an ex. I mean, you never know. I think she just is so insecure, and like I, I like I. You know what you guys were saying last week? How or the week before that she probably isn't bisexual. She's not. I nope. Yeah, and she's, she's like not. forcing herself to be attracted to someone, but she's not. Like she's not attracted to women, and so <laughs> I think she wants to be a big YouTube star, and she's yep. just kind of like, oh. I want to make it and yep. I'm going to use Erica and Erica is like is in it for love yep that's it. there what, what she said <laughs> I she see said. that now I didn't see that like two weeks ago but now I'm just like oh my god I thought yeah. she was more conservative and scared and shy but now I'm like oh no you have some other motives yeah, 1000% and that's why she doesn't want to be intimate that's why she doesn't want to hold hands That's it's not about her 
some of it's about her own insecurities, but a lot of it is that she's not bisexual. So yeah, it's going to kind of creep you out if you have to like make out with this girl and hold hands and be intimate with her. You're not going to want to do that. So I don't know, guys, let us know in the comments for sure what your thoughts are on Erica and Stephanie, if they're going to last or not. Let's move <laughs> on to Varia and Jeffrey. Uh, Varia's mom, I just want to throw it out there. Varia's mom hates Jeffrey. Hates him, doesn't want her to be with him. Uh, told her to think about it, think about it again, and then decide. Uh, can't get past his criminal past, that he's a drug dealer and all of that stuff. And even Varya says she's still thinking about it and she needs to know that uh, she'll be okay with that because his past is going to affect our future, quote unquote, she said. Then they uh, go camping. They meet up with Igor, that is a friend of Jeffrey's that he met years ago in Mexico and he's like a fishing, hunting, drinking vodka guy. I really liked him. I liked his personality and I liked how he talked to Varya, like, you know, how are you feeling? And, and, you know, giving his perspective of what he thought Jeffrey was about. The first time that someone was just like, yeah, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. And he's a nice guy. I was like, Oh, you never hear that about this dude. <laughs> no. I think I and see I'm just kind of cynical. I I feel like that was calculated bringing him in there. I feel like it was a way to convince Varya. Oh look, I know a Russian guy. He's my friend, and I want to bring him in to convince you to get more comfortable with me. I'm a good guy. Be with That's me. exactly what it was. Oh my God, these people. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Are you kidding me? You're one Russian friend and. You barely speak, he barely speaks English, but he knows all the right things. Like you yeah. fed him a script to say, hey, this girl needs to know that I'm a good guy. And she needs to know that I know another Russian guy who thinks I'm a good guy. So go ahead and handle that for me. So now what do you think? I honestly think, with, I mean, it was his past. He was a drug dealer in the past. I mean, like, I, I mean, he went to jail in the past. I don't, I think <laughs> to be honest, and I'm going to be totally real. I think she's coming here for her green card. And then once he started to really like she, um, discover who she was and start to unfold it, like you're living in a, like somewhere that's not even livable and you refuse to like renovate things because, you know, you just thought you would be moving to America perhaps. Like he really started to put the dots together. And then once it got hot, and he just displayed, and then the whole thing about him coming went to jail like 800 years ago came out. <laughs> then she decided to like flip the script, and I'm still on to her because it was so old. And I think she's manipulating him to making him feel like a bad guy. Like I understand your cousin, you know, had his problems with drugs and stuff, but I mean, he went to jail what back in like 1902. So it's over with, like, it, to me, it's just a part of your past where you just could say, it's not like he just got out of jail yesterday. No. Uh, I, really, I really enjoy your point of view because that's totally not how I see him. I think, <laughs> but I, I'm refreshed that someone sees him in a different, different way and that Varya is the one that's manipulating because I got to tell you, this dude did not tell his complete criminal background you know that right yeah so what what's it besides the drugs girl there's drugs there's domestic abuse uh there is uh kidnapping right 
kidnapping, restraining orders. He has one that's still pending while he's on okay. the street right now. So um, I was changing. So, I, I was, no, no, you no. do your own research. No, I don't want to do that to you. <laughs> no, <laughs> you do your own research. <laughs> you make sure to watch our 90 Day Fiance News weekly show where we break it down. Follow Stacy's 90 Day Fiance Now Instagram account. You'll see all the deets there as well. Um, so Wait, yeah, he comes he, off as a nice guy in the beginning. Like I was like, oh, he's like a cute guy. I mean, he's dateable. But that's like, what I'm saying. Oh, but okay. now that I know, now that I know, I thought it was a little like drug, like a little druggy drug, you know, <laughs> like, you know, something like he wanted to be a bad, you know, like a little ooh, a little cocaine, a little weed, ooh, <laughs> like you know, he just served back in the day, and it just so happened but now that I know this man is on America's most wanted list I am done no he no I switched the whole opinion I switched it all then he yeah I I mean I'll I'll give you this you know that show I think it's snapped it's a snap that's too scary for me yeah he's a he plays an actor he plays the the b2k killer this man is sick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he is sick who's the casting director for this show listen, listen on one of our shows we broke down all the roles and let's just say all the roles he plays like the killer the stalker the bad guy all all the roles that he gets cast for is exactly mm-hmm. that so maybe she can find another american guy I'm maybe her you know caesar caesar would love her <laughs> Caesar would love her. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with them. Let's move on to Usman and Lisa. Oh. Okay, I, Lisa, 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 baby girl, Lisa. So they're going for the blessing for like the fourth, fifth, tenth. I don't. I lost track time. <laughs> for real. Mommy said no. Mommy said no in the mosque. Mommy said no to the goat. Mommy said no when the brother tried to convince her. Mommy said no again. She's not letting you marry this old white woman. That's that no. But for some reason, and Usman called it, there was a 1% chance. This was the last chance. And I thought it was interesting what how Usman was saying, but she loves me and she wants to marry me. And uh, I will have more chances of success in America and it will be better for me and my career and that I will come back um, once a year with Lisa to visit you and all of that stuff. So he really spinned it well, I thought, this time. What do you guys think? First of all, let me tell you something, Soldier Boy, if you're watching. There's already <laughs> a Soja Boy. So Soja Boy and Soja Boy are just very too, it's too close. So I don't know about your success in that area of it. But um, I think they just kind of need to give it up. What I, The whole time, even with the goat, I'm like, dang, did mommy eat your goat and, and told you no? Like, that's <laughs> a lot of nerve. If she eats your goat and then still tells you no, I think she needs to just give it up. This just reminds me of Angela and Michael. A little bit but he's you know not as sassy as michael and she's not as as pushy as angela can be oh 
I miss Angela. I think that, <laughs> I think that uh, they think they're superstars already. I mean, just seeing them online, they think they're like Jay-Z, Beyonce, like they are taking over America and that they are going to be the hottest uh, next new big thing. I feel this like, is... no, it's crazy. I think that, um, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's going to come at me now. It's going to come at me. But I really think that um, he, he just told his mom the truth. And I think once he finally told her the truth, she was like, okay, like you can go and you're going to make a better life for all of us. So, and I think he doesn't plan maybe he told the mom well you know i'm not going to stay with her for a long time i feel like he has a time frame how long he's going to stay with her he's going to get over here he's going to make a lot of money and then he's going to send it back home and marry someone else i mean that's a that's a i mean and he even said as much i don't know if we'll get to it in news and gossip but yeah. they made the rounds on instagram where he did an interview he basically said that he was trapped into marrying her that he wasn't going to be with her anymore he wanted to have babies, all of that stuff. So well, here we are. So <laughs> here we are. Uh, and they did all this work in this episode just to, to have the conversation after finally getting the blessing that, oh, by the way, when we get married, I'm in charge. I'm 100% in charge. I'm the man. And you're going to be the one that's like the controller. I'm, the con I'm controlling the situation. And you need to work on your jealousy, by the way. Oh, and by the way, because you're American, I'll let it be 60-40, but I'm still in charge. And she freaks out on that. And she's like, I'm an American woman and American women, her words are not obedient. And I just thought, why did you guys not have this conversation before you put us through the blessing, the blessing, the blessing? Because now guess what? We're back in the, we're back in the beginning. You guys don't want to get married because you have never been on the same page. Stupid. I'm just yeah. shocked she actually thinks she's going to have like an like a good marriage. He's going to be out here traveling, fans, supposedly. Making babies <laughs> with other women. He's really living his best life. And she, Lisa's going to be home wherever she lives. And she's chilling, like getting pissed off on Instagram live. Right. She's going to be fighting and, and bullying people on Instagram while he's roaming the streets. Real talk. Uh, let's do Yolanda real quick because I can't stomach her for, for much. Uh, she didn't go to London. Surprise, surprise. There's no William. Surprise, surprise. She still thinks that his account got hacked. Surprise, surprise. Uh, her kids, Kara and DeMonte, they don't believe he's real. They think that she's being catfished, but for some reason, even when they talk to her, they can't convince her that he's not the real deal. Um, that's it. They're gonna do a reverse image search, which she had never heard of, and I just was like, "How do? Where do you live?" When Did she you... said, "What's that?" I said, <laughs> "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that part. But then that think... makes, does that make you believe that she then really is disfellable? Because she no, just... it's a real thing. <laughs> Like, it's a real thing. I think, you know, people in the, like, 40-plus or, like, you know, Instagram is cool, but they're not doing, like, it's one thing to know how to work it, but to go all and know the whole catfish um, <laughs> techniques, they don't know that. I think she really is it's sick, but I think she really does. 
thought that he was a thing and, you know, he's going to be her lover. And once they found out she, mama was sending pics of her cookies and milk <laughs> and stuff, they didn't even know what to do. They were just like, oh my God, like my, mama, my mama's booty is on the internet. Like they didn't know what to do. And at this point, it's just, I think she's, this is a real thing. Like the, the woman has sent her booty pic, okay? Everywhere. Now, now they, she don't understand it's on Instagram now, mama. They could. I think it was interesting how she was even talking to another lady named Sweet Something and they blocked out the rest of the name and was like, oh yeah, she's been telling me that his stuff got hacked or something like that. And then he misses you. You lost all his data, all this stuff. And she's, I, I feel like she's only been with their dad, I think it was. And she got yeah, married yeah. really young and didn't experience like dating maybe. And this is like the first guy that gave her attention. And she was like, oh, so we're going to go back to the, I don't know how old she is, but like back in those days when we used to date, it's not like that anymore. Like, you have to worry about marrying a serial killer online. Like, that's how it is now. Listen, the I first- was like... When the when the son said to her, "Well, if Williams can't contact you, how did how can she contact you? Like, how does she how does she was she able to contact him, and she was able to contact you? Like, that doesn't make sense." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this poor woman! Like, I'm confused now because I honestly don't believe someone can be that gullible, but maybe they can. I don't know, guys. I'm definitely let you. us know." She's she's like what fifth forty fifty. She doesn't know how to work the socials. <laughs> this is a real thing. Like she just probably posts on Facebook, you know, and her kid, you know, she knows the basics, but she's not. She doesn't know. And so when somebody tells you your data has been erased, I'm gonna tell you then how are you using your four G data to contact me? Like what? Like his Instagram was hacked and it's not working or opening, but. He's still on it. Like it's just so when he didn't give mama the red the the flowers that he said he needed her address for, that's kind of when she should have like gotten scared. So again, I'm gonna say for all these online daters, like like you said, the 14-day rule. If you have not FaceTime, video chatted, <laughs> some type of something, and you guys are only texting, or or better yet, you're only communicating on a website that you have to pay for 90 actually not even 1000 percent of the time that person's not real that's it 14 day trial that's it uh guys let's move on to some news and gossip real quick yay yay uh so it's been a week and i'm just gonna start off with uh Big Ed is being accused of assault. There's a girl that went on her TikTok, Jordi Keats, who is basically saying that she used to work for him and she assaulted and abused her. And it, that's all she said. She put it in words and it was like a TikTok and she was pointing to the words and that's it. Uh, so perhaps Big Ed is not uh, the jolly... This has to be the weirdest experience of my life. Big Ed. I, I was going to say giant, but that's an oxymoron. <laughs> um, but the jolly guy that we have come to know. And I don't know. What do you guys think? That, I want to know how, he must have the little man syndrome. Like, he must have that where 
he feels like he has to be the biggest one in charge. And, you know, we get that in the episode. So with him doing all of that abuse and everything, that don't sit right with me, Big Ed, or Little Ed in this case. Yeah, uh, we have Brianna in the producer booth. Brianna, do you have a little bit more you want to add to this? Yes, so... um... So it turns out, so Lorda Keat is her name, and she, I guess for a while now, has actually been making these kind of accusations. She just wasn't naming anybody. So if you go back on her uh, TikTok, I think it was like April 9th is her first one. And she says that, oh, like, just discover that the man who sexually harassed me for nine months is doing it to another woman or is like now in front of all America. Like she's kind of like, that's what, but she's like not saying his name. Um and then just a couple of days ago, she made a TikTok where she was like thanking everyone for the support and everything that came out through the fact that she put that one up there with him and said that, you know, she wished she could say more, but she signed a non-disclosure. So she's not legally allowed to say exactly what happened or what was going on. So that's kind of what she is. But yeah, if you go back like for months, she's talked about sexual abuse until she finally eventually says that she's deciding, like I think the day or two days before she actually put the big Ed one up, that she's decided now to name her abuser. And now she's saying like, I did name him, but I can't say anymore because I have a non-disclosure. So is there like legal things that are going to go on about this? Well, if she already has a non-disclosure, that means they've already settled, right? So they settled and then... Uh, she has agreed not to say anything, which I'm wondering if she's broken her non-disclosure by naming him. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, Rose and Big Ed, all I'll say is Rose is not having it. She is living her best life. If you guys see her on Instagram, she's all over Instagram with the quote-unquote non-fiancé who to me is still like gender fluid, so I'm not sure. I'm just going to say she's spending a lot of time with that that person and uh is calling big ed out as a liar uh saying that he's disrespectful and he's rude and i think we have some video that uh we can throw up there but in her own words um, she's not having it she basically um, is saying that big ed is using 90 day fiance and her to get famous which you know is not what is he gonna do like that's my thing is being famous what would you do um, like who would you be like i don't know have a be a personality i feel like sell his stickers have a i don't know who's (laughs) really big ed Ed stuff he's gonna be and says i want a big ed like oh my god i really want a big he has a lot of fans if you guys go to his instagram you will see that he is going live with everyone Everyone loves him. I think he was on with uh, some 90210 girl from back in the day, Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling. <laughs> and Tori Spelling was like super fangirling with him. And uh, he's out there and people are really liking him. And they are calling him the Kim Kardashian of 90 Day Fiance, which means you're the breakout star, right? So we'll see. Uh, moving on to Darcy. Darcy broke the internet with this photo that she posted. And uh, the sleuths, you can't mess around with the sleuths on the, on the internet, guys, because everyone's an amateur detective. So she posted herself, uh, and the caption said, True elegance and beauty, that is Darcy the Queen Silva. And she has like a halo, she's in this nighty and like this lingerie thing. 
and turns out she she photoshopped and which you could tell it was photoshopped but it, it was not a really good photoshop at all but someone found the original and posted it side by side and she got dragged online like why is she doing this? Didn't she think that the original was going to pop up? And like, why? Why are you doing this, Darcy? Because it's clearly not you. Why are you throwing your head on someone else's body and claiming it as your own? Like, who does that? <laughs> Darcy. Who does that? Poor Darcy. So yeah, she got slammed. It was all over. It went viral. And then she took it off her, her page because, uh, you know, people were not feeling it at all. Yeah. And the picture, it's not even photoshopped right. Like the necks don't match. The angle isn't right. It's, who were you trying to fool, Darcy? Yeah, I don't know. And at the same time, maybe she was just trying to have some fun with it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, real quick, we're going to talk about Tom and Tom and his letter. So Tom has been teasing online all week uh, the letter that he posted or gave to Darcy. And he's asking his fans if he should post the letter for everyone to see. And then there's a bunch of memes talking about uh, Darcy, what the letter actually said. Oh, Darcy, you're fat. Or Darcy, give me my key back. All of this stuff. So he's been feeding into that all week. And uh, his message was, uh, so tell me what you think I wrote in the letter. And would it be wrong to make it public? So guys, let us know in the comments if you think that you want to see the letter, if you think that it would be wrong for him to post the letter, if he was genuine with the letter, let us know in the comments below. Uh, Make sure you're liking and subscribing as well. Stacey, why does your face look like that? I like, because if you took a screenshot of that letter before you were going to give it to her, that was not like genuine. (laughs) If you took a step to remember, you know what you, I mean, he could say, oh, this is what I put like in general, but I feel like he planned that and took like a screenshot of it and was like, I'll show you guys exactly what it says. I think he, you think he what? Yeah, I think it froze. So I think though that when he was writing it, because when we saw in the episode, he had his phone beside him. I think he wrote it on his phone and then he wrote it as a letter. So I think that the original was actually on his phone. So he could just literally screenshot what he wrote on his phone if he really did want to make it public. He wrote a letter of like, oh, I I love you. Like just being super vulnerable. And I think the letter he'll leak, it'll be something totally different. I think he'll write something totally different. Yeah, uh, I think that somehow, some way, someone's going to find that letter for sure. And last, <laughs> and definitely, certainly not least, is baby girl Lisa. So Lisa was spotted shopping with her ex. Uh, and given that there is a lot of domestic abuse, people are wondering what, what the 411 is. Uh, so here's the backstory. Her ex followed in his car tried to cut her off, drove her directly, uh, drove at her directly and yelled to her, I'm going to kill you. Um, and then uh, the police records state that, quote unquote, fearing for her safety, Lisa stated she left the residence in her car and went directly across the street to the parking lot of the Grace Fellowship Church. But lo and behold, in quarantine with their masks, they're seen together shopping. So... There's a lot of people saying, obviously, that we know that Usman and her are not together, even though she fights tooth and nail online. I'm probably going to get blocked for this, but online, she defends <laughs> that relationship tooth and nail and will will literally talk crazy to you. Even Chrissy Teigen, she talked crazy to. Um, but if this is true, because they were spotted together, 
maybe they're she's back together with her her ex who knows wow yeah yep that's a lot (laughs) guys that is all our news and gossip for this week thank you for bearing with us and sorry about the change of days but we will definitely be back next week with not only the after show but our weekly news and gossip definitely make sure to like and subscribe so you're all up to date make sure that you are commenting because we love interacting with you guys you guys make the show for us and you can find me all across social media at Linda So Girly. Definitely check out Brie. Our producer does a 90 Day Fiance daily show. So subscribe there as well. And Stacy, where can they find you and all your loveliness? Um, you guys can find me at Stacy underscore Olivas. And for all like news, memes, all the juice, uh, you can find me at, at 90 Day Fiance now on Instagram. Awesome. And Sanaya, <laughs> where can they find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at I am underscore Sana. That's S-A-N-A underscore. Awesome, guys. Till next week. Same place, different time, but same place we will be here. We love hearing from you. Bye for now. Yay. Bye, guys. Thanks. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.